right, that Sparkfire Nation, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1806 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And if you're ready to master productivity, master discipline, and master focus in just 100 days, visit themasteryjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Chris Gillibo. Chris, are you prepared to ignite... What's up, man? I am ready to fire up the grill. 1806. Yes. <laughs> Let's hustle and ignite Fire Nation because Chris's new rap album drops on Spotify September 19th. That's right. That's and if right. you believe that, you'll believe his backup plan. He's also got a new book called Side Hustle. So Chris, take a minute, fill in some gaps in that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Man, awesome. Such a big honor to be back. Um, it's been a little while since I was on the show, so I'm fortunate. I am grateful. I have a wonderful community of people all over the world uh, just doing awesome stuff. And about eight years ago, I founded the blog, The Art of Nonconformity. That kind of led to a lot of stuff that came after that. I had a quest to visit every country in the world. Um, did that. I wrote a book about it called The Happiness of Pursuit. I also wrote a book called The $100 Startup. And uh, now I'm on a quest to talk about side hustles. And uh, all, all year I've been doing a daily episode of Side Hustle School, and I'm going out on the road to do a 100-city book tour. Fire Nation, it's a killer podcast. If you haven't listened, you have to. It's fun. It's short, super informative, and Gillibo just drops the value bombs left and right. And if you are recognizing his voice, it's because he was episode 1,261, which Chris, wow, mind so blown. Long ago. That yeah. was like 600 episodes ago. That's yeah, insane. that's crazy. It's, it's crazy. like two weeks for you, basically, right? <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. But listen, I got to say, Fire Nation, Chris and I have become friends. And if he disagrees with me, I'm just going to delete that part anyway. So as far <laughs> as you and I know, Fire Nation, Chris and I are really good friends. We were actually hanging out a podcast movement a couple of weeks ago in LA, specifically Anaheim. And um, we got to have lunch together. It was a really cool lunch. Oh, uh, Michael yeah. Stelzner, Pat Flynn, Amy Porterfield, Andrew Warner of Mixergy. Yeah. And then myself and Chris Gillibo being like, why are we at this table? But of course <laughs> we are because we're podcasters. We belong there. Sure. And that was a fun lunch. A lot of great people. You you had a great session, by the way, Chris, at Podcast nice. Moment. Thank you for your kind words uh, about me during your session. Really appreciate that. <laughs> so what would you say today, Chris? is your area of expertise. I mean, it's probably evolved over the years. Right now, what's your specialty? Specifically, I'm focusing on this whole side hustle concept. But overall, I would say like I'm an expert in finding alternative ways to accomplish meaningful goals. So I've always kind of been interested in like, you know, finding the other way to do something, whether it's like going to every country in the world or learning about book publishing. I've kind of deconstructed that over the past years and just annoyed my publisher for seven years, basically, <laughs> with asking like all kinds of questions. And um, or, you know, the focus of the focus of today and what I'm doing, you know, this year about helping people start an income generating project. So it's all about like, what's the here's the traditional way to do it. And that's fine for lots of people. But maybe here's the alternative way or the fast track way. What's something about alternative ways or maybe even fast track mm. ways that you've learned mm. that we don't know as entrepreneurs you typically find out? Hmm. Well, I think I think a lot of entrepreneurs are, are aware, but maybe not everyone is just like the way that the world has converged right now. is just like. I feel like it, it is it is such a new and timely time, basically, like never before there have been so many opportunities and that can be overwhelming, right? Because you're like, oh my God, what do I do? But like if you build this foundation of financial support, like you talk about every day on the show, uh, then it will be much easier to make choices and uh, to do whatever it is that, that you want to do. So I feel like it's an exciting time to be alive. It's an exciting time to be alive. It's an exciting time to be a runner or somebody even that commutes to work because you get to listen to podcasts like Chris's, like mine. And I mean, commutes, runs, folding laundry have never been better, Fire Nation. <laughs> That's right. 
So, Chris, I kind of want to get into the meat and potatoes of this conversation because a book that I read back in 2012 personally, and this was right when I was getting started with Entrepreneurs on Fire, it's now sold over a million copies, and that's The $100 Startup. I mean, it's been translated all over the world. And again, a million copies, Fire Nation. I mean, it's going to pass the Bible soon. And don't quote me on that, but I mean, it's getting there. My grandma has done like half a million of those, but everybody else, yeah, right. (laughs) It's been translated, Fire Nation, again, all over the world. But Chris, you know, we've had conversations about it, and uh-huh. I don't think they were a private conversation, so maybe mm-hmm. I might be overstepping here, but you seemed a little unsatisfied with it. What is mm. the problem? Well, you know, there is that typo on page like 172 that everybody <laughs> still emails me about like every day. You know, it's so funny. The book came out like five years ago, and like every day I get an email. Like, Did you know that like on this page? I'm like, okay, yeah, I know. Uh, okay. but that's not the real thing. I think the, the other thing is like, you know, I started getting lots of emails from people who, who read the book and applied some of the lessons and got a lot of great testimonials about it. I got a lot of folks writing in to say like, hey, I read this book and like, you know, was able to build this business or whatever. I'm like, oh, it's so amazing. But I also heard from people who are like, you know, I read this book and I, and I quit my job. And I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, what did you do? Did you build a business? And they're like, nope. I went bankrupt. Like, okay, <laughs> right. You know, they're like, uh, I'm like, so what are you doing? And they're like, well, I haven't figured that out yet. And I'm like, okay, I think I must have left something out of this book, basically, because I'm not necessarily telling everybody to quit their job tomorrow. You know, I'm not necessarily telling people to, in fact, I'm not, you know, I'm not telling people to take this huge risk and, you know, just jump off a cliff, right? Like I want people to build security where they are. And I wish I had stressed that a little bit more. I wish I had kind of focused on like, hey, you can create more than one source of income, which is what this is all about, you know, without quitting your job. And then if you want to quit your job at some point, great, then you have that backup plan, you have that security, uh, or you may want to remain in your job. You know, it's like you have options. So I wish I had focused on that more. So how would you define the word side hustle? I mean, you have a podcast about Mm -hmm. it, you're writing a book about it. Like, how do you, Chris Gillibo, define that word? Yeah, it's really in the culture now. And so I feel like people talk about it in different ways. I am talking about it as an income generating project. So it's not just a hobby or if it is a hobby, it's a hobby that also pays you, which is great. Um, And in particular, I'm trying to focus on helping people create assets for themselves. So not just a part time job, not just like, oh, I'm working my 40 hours and then I'm going to work 20 hours somewhere else. Like, you know, we've all had part time jobs in our lives or most of us have. and That's fine. But I'm trying to help people do something that, that, that actually gives them a little bit more ownership, more security, something that they can look at and say, like, I built this, like I made this thing and it's, it's making money for me now. So let me ask you a question. Would being an Uber driver be a side hustle? You know, I think being an Uber driver is a good, is a good part-time job and it's nothing, nothing wrong with doing that. But if you're an Uber driver, basically you you exist within the Uber ecosystem. They set all the rules. If they don't like you for whatever reason, you're out of the system. They essentially cap your income. Uh, based on like their fares, based on competition, et cetera. Um, and so, yes, you can set your own schedule and that is a good benefit, um, but I think you can do better. But you did use that word creating assets and it does seem to me mm-hmm. being an Uber driver, you're not necessarily creating an asset. I mean, maybe right. you're becoming a little bit of a better driver because you're doing it so much, but I mean, sure. what would you say for maybe an example or two of what actually it looks like to create an asset? Yeah, well, you probably had Harry Campbell on your show before, yeah. I guess, the rideshare guy. Yeah. I mean, since we're talking about Uber, like he's, you know, he was an Uber driver and was really curious about like how this whole thing works. How can he increase his fares, you know, get a higher rating, et cetera. So he started Googling and didn't find a lot of information. So he created a course. He created like a whole platform, the rideshare guy. Um, and so I think he still actually drives for Uber sometimes just to kind of, you know, stay fresh and relevant in that world. But Basically, now he's created this thing that's actually paying him. It's not dependent on somebody else's ecosystem. So looking at people that, have, that create courses, people that create products, some kind of service, um, anything that, 
that, again, where somebody else is not setting all the rules. It doesn't mean you can't use somebody else's platform. Like you could sell on Etsy or eBay or Amazon or whatever, but still it's something that you're creating for yourself. Chris, we're always hearing about what's right with the entrepreneurial culture. And in fact, that's why back in 2012, I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire because I wanted to start every interview off with what's wrong as far as like, Mm. what was the worst moment? I want to talk about when things went wrong because we can learn so much from that. I want everybody to recognize that failure, Mm. mistakes, trouble, is part of the entrepreneurial journey. And you recognize that, you know, there's something wrong with the entrepreneurial culture. So, Let's talk about that because, you know, a lot of people just think they should start a business and maybe that's not the case. You know, I think, I think everyone should have more than one source of income, like full stop. I think that's empowering. I think there's no downside to that. I think, you know, it gives you options. I've just seen like over and over again, like people, and you have too, I know like when people make their first $300, you know, online or even if it's not online, but like for themselves, it it just feels so good. You know, even if they're like, I made $50 and I worked 20 hours for it, you know, like (laughs) try to take, try to change that over the long term, But it still feels really good. So, but at the same time, like there's lots of folks who enjoy their jobs, you know, lots of people who are doing, you know, very essential work, you know, firefighters, right? It's like healthcare professionals. My mom worked for NASA. If you, if you work for NASA, if you want to like support astronauts in space, you have to do that through the structure. So I think, I think, uh, what's wrong is like the assumption that this is the only way. And I know there's probably a lot of listeners who are commuting, as you said, and maybe some of them want to quit their jobs, but Others just want to establish this kind of this kind of freedom, this kind of security. So I think that's that's something that's that's wrong, and I think it's it's hopefully changing. So Chris, I'm going to ask you a question, and you can mm-hmm. totally plead the fifth because you know you might not want to go on the record with this, and I totally <laughs> get it. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk, what are your sure. thoughts? What are your thoughts about Gary Vaynerchuk? Um, I mean, Gary's cool. I don't know him that well. Uh, I haven't had many conversations with him, so I feel like he's uh, relevant to lots of people. Obviously, like people are attracted uh, to his personality. I respect his like tenacity and like just nonstop. Um, but I haven't personally connected with a lot of his his work. Okay, I'll go on the record because yep. I have no problem with this. I yep. love Gary Vaynerchuk and I'm going to tell you why. He mm-hmm. hustles, but he also is so adamant about saying this is I hustle. This is what I do every day because this is what I love doing. I couldn't breathe mm. without hustling. Yeah. And he makes this great point that I think is very relevant to what you were just talking about with the culture is, listen, the number 28th person at Facebook, the number mm. 127th person at Amazon, they all made 10x what anybody is going to make that starts a business in mm. the next 10 years. Like, like yeah. not everybody's meant to be a number one. Like you maybe mm-hmm. should be a number two or number 28 or number 137 because right. that might be where you should be. So I love like his message of how you should be mm-hmm. you. And a lot of people mess that up just like they messed up with Tim Ferriss. You know, four hour work week is not about working four hours a week. It's about how taking sure. your life, your business and kind of consolidating it down so you can crush four hours a week and then do mm-hmm. other things with the other time that you've now freed up like travel or other business ventures or X, Y, or Z. So yeah, absolutely. think about that fire nation. Think about mm-hmm. maybe you should be a number two or a 27 or a 140 or whatever that number is, or maybe you should be a number one, like, but you need to think mm-hmm. about it. it's not for everybody. And Chris, just like you, we have sponsors here at EO fire and we're going to rock mm-hmm. it with them, but we will be right back. Have you ever thought about going into business for yourself, but were overwhelmed by the idea of doing it by yourself? Operating a franchise gives you the best of both worlds, the freedom of owning your own business and the support and resources of an established, successful brand. The Goddard School, a premier franchise of private preschools, provides you the opportunity to own a recession-resistant business while making a positive impact on children and their families. It's hard to believe it, but did you know that Children's Daycare Services earned a 
total of $47.8 billion in revenue in 2016 and are projected to earn $52.5 billion by 2021. For nearly 30 years, the Goddard School has been a trusted name among parents and families, and their proven educational approach ensures that children have fun while learning the skills they need for long-term success. For more info or to apply to become a Goddard School franchisee, visit learnaboutgoddard.com. That's learnaboutgoddard, G-O-D-D-A-R-D dot com. My definition of a lifestyle business is one where you decide the hours you work and who you want to do work with, but it can be a struggle getting started with so much information out there. What if I told you there's an opportunity to enter the world of business consulting with a complete system ready for you to run with? If you're a business consultant, coach, or advisor, or interested in becoming one, then you should check out ConsultX. ConsultX is an online cloud-based application that has all the training you need to become a successful business consultant taught by experts who have been in the profession for over a decade. Start your free 14-day trial today by visiting consultx.com slash fire and clicking the free trial tab at the top of the website. No credit card required. That's consultx.com slash fire. So Chris, we are back, brother, and starting a daily podcast. It sounds like Uh a crazy, stupid idea. Like, why didn't I think of that first? That's my question. I don't know. I don't know. I mean... (laughs) You know, you're, you're still kind of a novice in learning about the podcast world, but I just want to encourage you, it gets better, John. Like it okay, really does. I'm going to so. stick with it. So talk about that, though. So when you were considering starting your podcast, I, we had some great conversations. And I was yep. very honored that you looked at me as somebody who could give you a, a piece of oh, advice absolutely. here or there. Absolutely. And by the way, I'm glad you, you ignored some of my advice because some of it was bad, too. So you, you, you took the good, you, you left the bad. But why, why daily? Why, why is that That's for you? funny. I don't actually remember what I ignored from you. I do remember talking to lots of folks <laughs> that like Panoply and Slade and other people, more, maybe like a more traditional side of podcasting. And, and they thought that starting a daily podcast really was a crazy idea. Yeah. Like they were like, that, that's, no, that's ridiculous. People can't catch up. You know, it's too much, et cetera. And, like, and then after we'd had all the other conversations, at the very end, they were like, okay, uh, you're really going to do it five times a week. And I'm like, wait, you know, how many days are in the week? Like, do people not listen on Saturday and Sunday? Right. Like, right. You know, it's something daily is daily, you know. So I guess for me, it was um, I wanted to tell a little bit of a story. I wanted to create an arc. And I like starting on January 1 and going throughout the year. I liked kind of challenging listeners and saying like, hey, if you'll commit to listening, I'm committing to being there for yeah. you as well. Like you can count on this. Right. I feel like that dependability is a big thing. Like I don't necessarily think every person is listening every day, um, but I can I can think of you know examples of, of how I have followed people's work in that way. And sometimes I get behind, but I just like knowing that it's there. And so it's like there for me whenever I need it. And and uh, and then just speaking personally, I it helps the commitment helps me. Like I actually like having a little bit of routine of like every single day this is going out no matter what else I'm doing. I have lots of crazy projects. I'm probably doing too much, but this is kind of like my thing that, you know, every day I can say is is happening no matter what else is happening. Listen, thanks to Netflix, thanks to Amazon, we have become a culture of bingers, you know, when we go on airplane rides and we go on those miles and miles long runs and bike rides. Mm -hmm. And when we're doing these things, you know, especially with your bite-sized episodes, people are crushing 10, 15, sometimes 20 a day. I know I've done 15 in a row before without even blinking. (laughs) 
And I'm sure you get emails all the time from people being like, yo, I just crush like 30. Like I have people that have been like, John, I've done cross country trips and I literally did like 350 episodes <laughs> of your amazing. show. And yeah. I'm like, you must be so sick of my voice. That's what I say. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> and by the way, Fire Nation, Chris didn't actually ignore any of my advice. I was just kidding. I don't think I did. He, yeah, he I was everything. like, what did I ignore? Because actually, everything was really good. <laughs> no, you, you took everything to heart and you applied and, and now you're crushing it. So let me ask you this question. What do people not understand about their own personal side hustle that they should? I think people put too much pressure on themselves in making a decision about what that side hustle is going to be. And they feel like they're making a huge life decision. And so they spend forever basically trying to figure out like, is, you know, is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? I got five ideas, pros and cons, et cetera. And my encouragement to people is like, this project is not like choosing your life partner. It's not even like choosing what you're going to major in in college or stuff like that. Like this is something that you're, you're going to pick something, just pick it. Basically, I've got this 27 day process in the book. It's like day one, do this day two, do that, you know, for 27 days. If at the end of the 27 days you want to do something else, well, great, you know, go back and do that. Um, but as much as possible, you should alleviate that pressure that you put on yourself to make this huge life, life changing decision. Um, because you know, you're never going to, you're not going to do anything if you don't get started. And hopefully if, if you, if you remove that pressure, it will help you get started. Remove that pressure fire nation. Now, You've done how many episodes to date? 261, I think, so far, yeah. 261. I always know the approximate number because you start on January 1st. We can always kind of gauge from there. Mm -hmm. I know this is tough, but I'm going to ask it because everybody asked me, and I've done 1,881, Mm -hmm. so I feel like I can ask Uh you this question. Um, What's your all-time favorite episode so far? What's the all-time favorite side hustle that you shared? Number one, and you know... It's not like that king that gives the baby and says, I'm going to cut the baby in half. No, like you have to choose one. Right, right, right. Exactly. Got to choose one. Um, If I got to choose one, I'm going to go with this story of a woman named Teresa Greenway. And she was she was a bit older and kind of down on her luck and had this left this difficult relationship, et cetera. And uh, she started a side hustle teaching courses on Udemy, uh, teaching people how to bake bread. And so baking sourdough bread, like it's like a super niche, right? Baking sourdough bread was like her life expertise and what she'd been doing like, you know, for 20 years or whatever, raising her family. And so she didn't know much about technology, YouTube, Udemy, all that kind of stuff. But she learned just like anybody can learn. And she makes this like how to bake sourdough bread course. And the first year it's up, it makes $26,000 in that course, right? Which is like more than she'd ever made before, basically. And then the second year, she decides to like make more courses. And what's what's fascinating to me is she stays within the, the bread niche and not just the bread niche, but the sourdough bread niche. So she makes like six to eight more courses, <laughs> like intermediate sourdough, advanced sourdough, extreme sourdough. It's just, you know, crazy and sells $85,000 you know, worth of that course. And then is able to actually like put a down payment on her first home. So obviously like has completely transformed her life. And I love it because it's like this, you know, bread is not really like new technology, right? But it is kind of like marrying this like old skill, this thing that she already had with, you know, a new way of getting information out to the world. And so I just love uh, the success that she's been able to have. Fire Nation, just think about ways you can double down the things that are already working, like double down, triple down. I mean, I look at my journey, you know, it was launching Podcasters Paradise, massive success, over 3,000 members, over $4 million in revenue. How did I get that revenue? Through webinars. So then I launched a webinar course. And then I was looking at why I was successful because of goals, launching the Freedom Journal. And then why else am I successful? Productivity, discipline, focus, launching the map. Like everything has been in line for me. Like I've just doubled down on what's worked. So find that one thing that works for you and don't go off in a different direction like how can you double down on those things and chris a couple minutes left here brother i want to focus on side hustle like this is 
a book. It's out right now, Fire Nation, because it's October 1st when this interview goes live. This uh-huh. book came out at the end of September, so this is live. So talk to people about this book and you know why we should be fired up about it. Yeah. So I will say for me, this was the easiest book I've written in five books. I knew exactly what I wanted to say with it. It was just a question of like, how do I put it together, basically? And I I feel like it's super intentional. It's called Side Hustle from Idea to Income in 27 Days. So it is this systematic step-by-step process. Uh, Now, obviously, you can go faster or slower. Like it's, you know, it's your book. You can work out at your own pace. But I'm trying to show people who've never done this before or maybe they just kind of need to brush up or whatever. Like here's where good ideas come from. Good side hustle business, you know, viable ideas. Uh, Here's how you choose between a bunch of ideas like, like a lot of us have. Then how do you get that ready to go? How do you put it out into the world? And then what do you do next? So it's like a five-step process that I'm teaching over over the course of five weeks. And obviously it's, you know, accentuated with lots of stories. I got people who make, you know, $700 a month from a Amazon blog that they wrote about fish tank reviews. You know, I've got a woman who makes $100,000 a year uh, every year seasonally during Valentine's Day. And she actually still has a regular job and does that too. Um, so I've got all these kind of stories and it's all focused on people who do this without quitting their job. That's the other key point. So it's not just like entrepreneurs who have 50 hours a week to work on their projects. It's for busy people who have a very small amount of time, but they want to invest in themselves. And if they follow this process, my hope is that they make at least $500 a month, you know, within a month and hopefully much more than that. So I know it can be more and I know it can be less, but why'd you choose that number two, seven? Two seven. Um, you know, well, I got to day 25 and I was like, I'm just about done, but 25 <laughs> doesn't sound good. So let's do a couple more days. Basically, you know, I had to fill up the pages. Um, no, I was, I was somewhat <laughs> intentional about it. Um, I, I kind of started with like, what is the process, right? Like, yeah. you know, ideas, choosing ideas, launching, regrouping, et cetera. How do those break down into you know, like five to six steps? And, you know, it's like you kind of come to things, fill out the outline and eventually, eventually I just kind of settle on 27. So where can Fire Nation go? Where do you want Fire Nation to go to learn more about Side Hustle and for those that have that interest to make that investment? Yeah, well, they can come to SideHustleSchool.com slash fire, of course, um, or they can come and see me on tour. You can actually see my tour stops up on that same site, SideHustleSchool.com. I have a bone to pick with you. Why is Puerto Rico not on this tour? You know, I haven't added all the stops yet. What? So maybe I can still do it. So you're saying there's a chance. You're saying you're going to host me. I'll host you. That's, I will that's host what I'm you. hearing. Yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee at least three people will show up. My Amazing. two neighbors wow, would love you. I'll have to get some more chairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could actually put together something pretty cool down here. We can talk about that that's offline. Awesome. Oh, for sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Sidehustleschool.com slash fire fire nation take action because you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with you've been hanging out with cg and jld today awesome so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com and just type chris just simply chris c-r-i-s in the search bar this episode is going to pop up episode 1261 is going to show up as well and these are the best show notes in the biz fire nation they're even better than chris's i checked oh my god Timestamps, links galore <laughs> so get on over there check it out and chris thank you for sharing sharing just awesomeness today with Fire Nation. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Dude, you are awesome. Thank you. Thank you, John Lee. Thank you, Fire Nation. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Chris today. And everyone's scared of losing, but in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Visit howtofinallywin.com to learn how to create your dream life a one step at a time. I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll see you on the flip side.
If you're a business consultant, coach, or advisor, or interested in becoming one, then you should check out ConsultX. Start your free 14-day trial today by visiting consultx.com slash fire and clicking the free trial tab at the top of the website, consultx.com slash fire.